praise the lord praise the lord i hope you're doing well today i'm very sorry i have not been able to do like podcast for a while now um been busy and also kind of had a very interesting week last week very busy and so i wasn't able to just plug in and come here on here and just uh, share some good stuff with you so today we continue with our book um daddy loves his girls by bishop td jicks and today we are on chapter 10 sometimes he must say no this one this one right here so before i go into into unpacking this i read you a letter that he writes for his girls in this chapter let's go dear girls i know myself i have occasionally had to disappoint your expectations i could not always explain to you why i did what i did it was then that i would have to endure the pain pained look on your face i often denied you the right to go to places where others went or do things that others did a good father is not a santa claus who gives you whatever you ask without weighing out the effects of your request the truth be told having a man is not having a santa claus be assured that life is not christmas do not spend your life sitting in your in front of a cold fireplace waiting for waiting with milk and cookies for some stranger to come he will not be coming i suggest that you build yourself a fire drink your own milk and eat your own cookies when the lord does send someone into your life who loves you like i do understand that love does not mean that either of you will always <clears throat> get your way it is sharing it is a sharing situation with negotiations and compromises for mutual good i know love may make an old woman feel young it may make a balding man buy a hairpiece but love is not immature it is not for the frivolous love requires maturity and it can require discipline and a great deal of trust it is my hope that the foundation of all your relationships in life will be your relationship to your heavenly father though i may i am but a poor caricature of his clear reality i hope that i have in some small way reflected a lie a little of his great love and joy towards you i did not always say yes and he won't say it either but i hope that life's disappointment when life disappointment comes you will remember that whenever i said no it was because i wanted what was best for you so much that i was willing to see you disappointed today in order to know that you will be alive to enjoy tomorrow some ladies now some ladies do not have a father to reflect upon or he may not have ever been ever tried to be a standard by which they would perceive fatherhood when they face challenges tell them about the father's love he cares for us maybe that gives purpose to our pains we can begin to understand that out of our own experience we can speak to others who did not have the inner strength or the helpful background to withstand the pain god wants to use you perhaps you can help others to trust when they are disappointed can we talk i admit i hate to see you disappointed and i always wa- i want you to always have joy it is selfish but i want you to like me no one wants to be disliked not even for a few hours but if i sense danger in your plans i will turn you down even if i make you angry because i want what is best for you now most of the things that we are discussing are minute issues but these principles will help you understand when god denies you things you want especially when it seems everyone else is getting them but you there are significant lackings not every woman will be allowed to birth children not every woman will be a wife some will not be wealthy 
His decisions, although varied, are not biased. He simply takes into account many variables of which we have no knowledge. If you as my daughter can just accept that my loving you does not exempt you from correction and direction, you, you will bud and blossom. Just know that I am weak for you in that I would do anything for your betterment. But I am strong for you in that I will do whatever it takes to ensure that I have protected you from greater dangers than temp- temporary inconveniences and embarrassments. As I close this letter and move on, let's take a minute for father-daughter bonding. Come a, little, come a little closer, put your hand upon my chest and feel the beating of my heart. The rhythm that you feel is steady and consistent. It has a pattern and a direction. Sorry. <clears throat> so in my love, I want you to know that every woman needs desperately to understand and could never know without communication. I want you to know a father's heart. Love always, daddy. And so this chapter was an interesting one. To be honest and it reminds me growing up um of course i'm a daddy's girl and like he would most times do whatever i wanted him to do for me um but it got to a point and an age in my life where he had to just be like laura no and i struggled to receive no because i was like what changed daddy what daddy what happened and he was like laura no is also an answer and i'm glad i received that from my father first because maybe I would have interpreted it differently if someone else told me that and not him. And so even growing up, of course, when someone, when you get to know you, you kind of sulk for a bit and you're kind of disappointed because it's okay to be disappointed and to feel, the, to feel the emotions, but don't remain there. Get up. And so, um, so I, sometimes I would maybe do something and like, I'm like, okay, that day I have this uh, business idea I want to do. I'm very... Um, how do I say it? I'm a very, I love to try out things and see where it goes. And so I was like, daddy, um, there's this business idea that I have and I would like to try it out. And then he would just sit down with me and explain to me from end to beginning and tell me why it's not a, a good idea. For a moment, I would be like, mm. but because I trust his judgment, I would listen in. And so this has helped me when it comes to how I relate with God. And I don't know how many daughters and how we relate with God and even as women. Sometimes that God's no is for your protection. And it would be so easy for us. Of course, the first thing we're like, oh my God, why? And so sometimes we could be desiring things that we don't have capacity for. We could be desiring things that God is trying to, to keep us away from. And like, as I was reading this book, um, it says that God is a God of tough love. He has the ability to firmly dis- decline a request when you would be endangered by a positive response. In short, he loves you enough to say no. And sometimes I think we assume that love only comes when people give you what you want and when you receive that which you want. And I feel like for even as I look at my life in areas where there's something I really wanted and God was like, Lara, no. In a moment, I'll be like, I'll feel some type of way about it. But I'm, I catch myself, I'm like, oh, I'm sure that God has better. Because I think when you relate with God and you know that he's a good, good father and he has good plans for you to give you a hope and a future. And he was saying that let your 
relationship with God be what the point of reference for all other relationships could be with family, could be with friends, at your place of work, uh, when picking your significant other. And so I have learned to trust him when things don't go my way because I have seen what he does and how he shows up. And just to ask you a question like, is there something that God is asking that you would let go of and God is saying no to? but you're kind of really trying to hold on, control it, and we all have our moments, control it, and be like, oh God, now, if you're trying to assist God to, yeah, to move in your life, kindly just submit it to God, like, you know, surrender, just surrender, and trust that God has a better plan for you, and if it is, it is his will that a door opens, he will open it, like, you know, the Bible says, um, that, um, yeah, in Revelations 3 verse 7, this thing saith he, KJV, oh God, okay, let's go. He saith, he that is holy, he that is true, he that hath the key of David, he that opens and no man can shut, and he that shuts and no man can open. There is no purpose to try to open a door that only God can open and or God has, has a memoir shut. So, um, yes, some, some doors are permanently locked. Some doors are given time. So when you're close to God, you understand that there's a good time to hang up the phone and there's a good time to cut up the television set and fall on your knees. Like prayer does work, but also to know the will of God towards things so that you are not holding on to something that God would want you to just trust him enough to release it. I think sometimes when we, we really are struggling to hold on to things and not receive God's no, it could be a form of idolatry because it, it then shows you how much do you respect God over this thing? Like, how do you view God and how, where have you placed this thing? And so in moments where maybe you find yourself trying to hold on to something that you should, that God is asking you to free, ask yourself where you have placed God in that equation. Because nothing should ever take the place of God in your life. Nothing should ever be so important than what God wants for your life, than what God is saying to you. And I think it makes it begs the question then, what is a, how do we perceive no's? Because I think most times I realize that when I would take a no vibaya, I would be quick to be mad at the other person, I will be quick to ask myself to like to introspect and ask myself where had I placed this? Um, where am I so ill bent on this? Um, and then I get I catch myself, I'm like, God, you are faithful and you are good and you know exactly what um, you're doing and I trust your leading. And so it's not going to be easy to get to that point for most of us, right? But trusting God enough to tell him, wherever you lead me, I will go. If you redirect me, I will move at your commands. Because it means that God matters to you more than anything else. And so I think our response to no can either be, um, can either show, show our trauma, can either, like, how do I, how do I say it? they expose what we feel about ourselves you know like let's say you play for a job and someone tells you no it doesn't mean you are less qualified and maybe you even had a for this job qualifications or even you're overqualified 
it just means that god wants to place you somewhere else or maybe you never consulted him before you made that decision hmm? or maybe it's not just time or maybe it's not the job for you he has better you understand so i want to just um like dig deep how do you perceive no's how do you receive um no from various things and also that even as you receive no we are all human beings who feel some type of way allow yourself to process emotion don't override it don't just jump over to it take care of that emotion that you feel uh you can go for therapy if you want you can write journal down talk to a friend yeah but get up on your feet again and then go back to god because it's god who instructs us god who guides our steps and be like okay now god i applied for this job it never went as expected should i apply for another should i do this don't allow your sometimes god will tell you to wait sometimes he will tell you to move and having the wisdom to know that when god god, god could mean Okay, you've been here too long. He wants to redirect you, right? And at all times, God wants the best for you. God always has your interest at heart. Let me tell you, God always and sometimes the enemy would come and bombard you with things and make you feel to do what. Let me tell you, that is a lie from the enemy. God is a God of order, and God is concerned about His children, concerned about you. So that thing that could maybe I told you to let go of kindly in all wisdom in all humility submit everything to God and let him be lord over your life and let everything else come after him and sometimes he wants to just draw you in draw you closer to him and um I just think that this this book by the way if you need to like you need to get it this the last is girls book it's oh I read it a couple of times not like my first time going through it I've gone through it a number of times and so um he prepares his girls yeah that in life you will receive what human beings call call rejection but it may not necessarily mean rejection but if someone receives it that way it could mean also redirection it could mean turn left go this other path turn right and so God directs our every single move and so what I'm learning in this chapter is that Like my father told me at a very young age, no is an answer. And I have seen my father's life because he's the man that I really reference to all the time. Um because I really respect him. Um my father has let me tell you that man is resilient. Like he has gone through things and I I'm so glad my siblings and I and my mom have been present to watch my father fight. He would like go down for a bit, get up. God down get up and I'm so glad that I got that like I'm always like I'm sorry I don't know if I think like a guy I don't know but I'm so solution oriented I will be like okay we've tried this we failed god what next because he has taught me to never remain somewhere down because time is ticking and I think I I through him I appreciate the essence of agency and I never want to like how am I saying yeah yeah kuzubam Please. So he's like, okay, Laura, you finished this. What is your plan? What are you planning? So he's always like constantly asking me, what are you planning to do? And I think that seeing him in life 
he would have a plan write down everything very organized man write down everything down his plans do them when it fails he comes back restructures and observes okay where did i go wrong where did i where would i have done this and that means he receives no and is able to process it and birth out something from it and when god tells you no to something because maramingi you told me no to things and of course like i would pout for a bit have some like throw a tantrum kidogo yes because we all process things differently and then i will just be like okay we've cried we are done get up what's next and so i'm just always like like i think it it means you have to seek god like you know you have to seek god and be in the place of knowing god because in this book it says that you only know god's answer if you're hidden in him so what is god saying and how are you choosing to receive maybe the no in this season or the wait and because you know we are constantly either waiting for something waiting for whatever in each season of our lives and how do you perceive that and how do you take that and i'm so just grateful for all my father for preparing me for that and um yeah and just like i hope that this will help you uh shift your perspective towards responses and not be quick to um pick them and internalize them but rather process them and it could be it could be projection it could be anything don't always be quick to receive it with the negative eye look and ask god okay god what are you trying to tell me here what should i do moving forward and god is a faithful father to guide you so even as you listen into this podcast i hope you've um understood that no is also an answer so let's believe and pray god we come before you and we say thank you so much that you are a god who is loving to us who guides us jealously who loves us with an everlasting love and thank you so much for your faithfulness for your guidance for each lady who's listening and god even as we move forward and even as we um, think through this message today that you would help us to understand that you that no from you is also an answer and that at most times like a good father you are not santa claus you're always uh, looking for ways to protect your children and to guide them to ways that you want them to move and god thank you for the nose that you have given us thank you for the weight thank you for the yes like god we trust every answer that comes from you and give us capacity and grace to receive it, like with things that you decline when we come before you with And God, we trust that you're a good father and you're a faithful father and all your ways are good and that you are a giver of good gifts that bring us joy in our lives. Thank you, Jesus, that your will be done. We submit to you. We surrender everything to your able hands because we know that you are faithful, you care for us, and you're a good, good father. Receive all praise, glory, honor, and adoration. For it's in Jesus' name that we do pray, believing. Amen.